Welcome back to Women's Wealth, The Middle Way, the show that answers your questions about work, money, and family. My name is Susan McGlory Michael, and I am the CEO and founder of Glen Eagle, a wealth management firm in New Jersey. Our guest today is Michelle Edgar, a music industry veteran and VP of Brand Marketing at Epics Records. Michelle is also the founder of Music Unites, a nonprofit that funds music education programs in underserved public schools nationwide. She also is the founder of the XX Project, a network of top female leaders across all industries. Welcome, Michelle. I'm tired just reading your bio. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully not too tired. So thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, we're thrilled to have you because I would love to begin our little chat today by asking you about your background and how you became so interested in the music industry and then so many other facets of things you've become involved in. Yes. Well, my music journey really started as a child and discovering the piano. So at the age of five, I had the blessing of discovering an upright piano in my home. And my mother and father saw me just sitting on the piano for hours at a time playing. And they realized that I had some kind of gift or interest and passion. And I was just so amused and entertained and inquisitive. I just would sit there for hours. So that led to getting me training, finding a teacher, convincing a teacher at the young age that I was ready to start developing the skill of playing the piano. And it was pretty quick that they discovered I was ready. And that's how it started. I I ended up training as a concert pianist. I went to Manhattan School of Music for 13 years pre-college in addition to going to regular high school. And then I went to Northwestern as a concert pianist. And my love for music comes from the training and passion. And I can obviously parlay and uh, relate with other artists because that was my upbringing. And I just wanted to continue my passion for music and help talent build out their businesses and brands. And I just knew that I was meant to do something in the music business. You know, it's funny because they always say the foundation of of a musician, there's so many different areas that you can go off in life. And as a parent, I can't even imagine how proud your parents were watching you go through this journey of growing up and achieving so much. And especially at Northwestern, that is quite an exceptional school. So congratulations to you. But the one thing I think I, I would love to know just personally, and I'm sure the listeners is, What inspired you to create the Music Unites and the XX Project? And I know that you're also involved in other things. What was it that inspired you to then go out and create more? Well, my parents always gave me the gift of music, and education was number one. And that was where they focused their efforts and always made sure that I had the best education possible. And then not only did I get to go to Manhattan School of Music, but over the summers, I would travel around the world with my professors and go to different music camps. And I was very fortunate to have the experiences and perform and learn from other amazing musicians around the world, as well as professors. And I felt that I wanted to give that same gift back to other people. And I realized not growing up with a background in philanthropy, 
that I wanted to really serve the community. And I thought I wanted to really provide students, underserved students, the same opportunity to have top-notch music education opportunities and bring the best-in-class teachers to them and provide the resources, whether instruments or refurbishing, making sure they have a wonderful music room that's bright and painted and just full of life. I wanted to make sure that students had that same opportunity to really discover their skills and grow as young artists. So I I decided I wanted at the age of 25 to give $1,000 to a non-for-profit and music and start learning my passion for philanthropy and giving back. And when I got a lot of impersonal calls back saying, just mail us a check or do, you know, this is what this will do. I realized I wanted to really touch and feel. And with the background I had, I wanted to structure and build and mentor these students myself with the knowledge that I had from my upbringing and education in music. So I decided to fund a choir that brought together students from the five boroughs in New York City. It was called the Music Unites Youth Choir. And it was an amazing program. After a few months, we had the opportunity for the students to perform at Carnegie Hall in a Who tribute, and it evolved from there. The students got to perform in front of Quincy Jones to the red carpet of the Annie premiere, and so grateful for those experiences. But I felt that if you change a child's life through music and just give them hope and something to express themselves and turn them on to the best-in-class mentors, you could really transform a student's life. And it's interesting because that was just the beginning of the launch of, I know that you have the XX Project, and you also have a real love of sports. I mean, you have definitely branched out even from that. Was that sort of the foundation that I can do this and I can actually give back and continue in in many other aspects of life? Yeah, absolutely. I think my mom really empowered me and showed me that anything I believe in, if I do the work, anything is possible. And I'm so grateful that My mom allowed me to dream big and find ways to give back. And the same thing that I did with Music Unites, I was at a point in my career, I was a journalist in New York City. I was making a change into the music business because I realized that through my work in the journalism fashion space in New York, I wasn't really doing the work that I knew I needed to with the music business. And that's at the time when Music Unites happened, but I wanted to take that same experience. And I was like, why is there not a a group of women that come together to share business ideas, propel collaboration, really learn leadership and a support system to empower one another in business? I'm always a firm believer that the best ideas come about when women across diverse industries come together. And at that point, I was like, where's that community where I can go regularly? And whether it's conversation or an intimate dinner gathering, I wanted to create that kind of safe space to really share business opportunities and to find my support system. And that's how the XX Project started. And I heard Soledad O'Brien speak at a conference for Ad Color, and she was being honored that year. And when she spoke, I was like, that's the woman. You know, it was personally, professionally, philanthropically, a woman who really was authentic to her truth and the, you know, ultimate superwoman. And I felt that she really spoke to me. And I went up to her and I asked her if she would be honored to help me launch the XX and be the first woman featured. And it ended up working. And she ended up interviewing my next speaker too, which was Pat Mitchell. And then Eve, who's a female rapper. And XX was off to a great start. So I'm really grateful for that support and having Soledad really believe in me and helping me bring it to life. 
I can't agree with you more because as a mother who was raising four children and building my firm, I remember some of the most significant life-changing experiences I had. I was a member of the Women's Presidents Organization that other business owners who were also journeying, single moms, moms raising children, just so many things. There was a human aspect to running firms besides just the day-to-day work. And then the enterprising women, those are the those types of organizations that are out there that I think we as women need to find other women that are going to empower us and launch us. But leading into that, what would you say the most rewarding part of your career so far has been? What do you find the most rewarding so far? Because you really have experienced so many different aspects of ups and downs in life. But what would be the most rewarding? I feel very fortunate every day to work with amazing artists to help them build and see ideas and goals and business opportunities and help them bring those things to life. So to be part of the team, as music is such important vehicle that really is a universal language and can move culture. I feel grateful to be part of those teams and also to have amazing leadership and women that I get to work for. I work for an amazing mentor of mine and a force in the music business, Sylvia Roan, who's the chairwoman of Epic Records. I feel very fortunate each day to work for women and women like Sylvia, who really walks her walk. And to learn leadership, I think that is something that is so important for me as I want to really lead teams and help empower other young leaders and women and young professionals along the journey. So I'm, I'm excited as I take that next step in my career to help empower those around me. So that's exciting. And I feel grateful that I have this opportunity to, as a young executive myself, to be in law school. I'm at UCLA, and that was a recent change in my not just educational journey, but professional journey as well as I embark on a master's degree to better myself as an executive in this business. So I'm really grateful to be back in school in the evenings when I'm not working full time to learn the law and see how that will help shape my next chapter in my career. Michelle, you are such an inspiration for anybody listening, just from where you've come, all you've accomplished, your talent, but then how you took talent and your the gifts that you were given and you really did empower it and give back and I have to tell you I think anyone listening to this is more than overwhelmed by all you've accomplished already in life and how much is ahead of you but I always end every podcast with the same question and that would be if I so many women listen in and and we all share with each other on this podcast but what advice would you give a fellow peer or woman who is interested in pursuing a career in the music industry, but maybe even just a career in helping or giving back or women's leadership, mm-hmm. what advice would you give that woman? I think the first thing is to really, really get real with yourself and find what your true gifts are. I love serving. I love building community. I love uh, mentoring. And it's just what I do. And I know I'm also really good in, in business and, and marketing. And when you combine these interests, that's where the magic happens. But, you know, it's one step forward each day, and then you have to take some risks. Sometimes, you know, you can be too strategic and not take risks. I mean, I, I took risks at the age of 25 that I wouldn't do now at 38. So I think you have to follow your truth and really take care of yourself. I always was active physically, but I took the last year of this interesting time that we live in with 
COVID and really took that time that I'd be commuting to work to and from and spending that time bettering myself in terms of my wellness. And I think that has been one of the biggest blessings because I took the same philosophy and training that I always have had. I'm, I'm extremely disciplined. And I think that's another very important fact that I would share with anyone. It requires day in and day out work. <laughs> and even if it's just one step forward or making one action towards that goal, it's a day in and day out. And you want to do something that you're just in love with every day. And I fell in love with running. It became my healing and my passion and was really something so powerful that changed my life in the last year. And I ended up running a thousand miles by the end of the year. And it wow. became a, it became a real space where, wow. thank you, but it, it's just something that I wake up every day and it started with walking around in my neighborhood, three miles, four miles in the morning. Then I became hooked. And after my work day, I started doing the three miles, four miles in the evening. And it started with just walking. And during those walks, I would listen to different podcasts. I would be listening to different books and different things that inspired me. So be curious, be curious and get uncomfortable. And then also push yourself to your true potential. Because if you would have said you would fall in love with running last year and end up now I'm training to compete on track and field with my coach, and I have some goals that I'm looking to achieve there. I, at 38 years old, I never competed as an athlete in my entire life. I was always down the music and arts path, but never as an athlete. So at 38, to discover this real other side of me and who I am, and it's just I live a very healthy life, and that fuels everything else about what I do. And it makes me better at my job. So not just being curious, but really tapping into what heals you, what makes you feel good and what makes you jump out of bed. And mine has been with my wellness journey in my running that I'd love to share too, because why wait to discover this? I wish I knew earlier on or got more discipline earlier on, but you know, it's better to discover these things at the right time and be patient with yourself but it's been a really fun journey in exploring this new uh, hobby of mine. Wow, Michelle, you are an inspiration to so many of us listening to this. And I loved when you described, I started walking two or three miles and the next thing here you are over a thousand miles in a year. So I, well, I can tell you if, I, if you're, if you're competitive, you should be competitive with yourself. And I downloaded the Nike run app and somebody, it was hard to motivate yourself during COVID and, somebody said to me, why don't you join this Nike run app challenge and let's do 50 miles the month of April. And it was a nice way. There was a virtual group of 20 of us who were all just looking to live a healthier lifestyle. And I said, 50 miles in a month. And if you thought, think about it and break it down, I, I thought he was crazy when he asked me, he was my trainer at the time, Jerry Housey. And then when you think about it, it's a little over one mile a day. If you did two miles a day, that's 60 miles. <laughs> but that's yeah, when it, you amazing. can really, wow. it's just every day, the little steps that make you come alive. And I, I just share that because it's never too late. At 38, I've discovered the inner athlete in me. It's interesting. I feel like we've taken this podcast full circle. You know, you started out as a little girl practicing that piano that took you as a concert pianist and all over the world to that continued drive that now during a pandemic, when people are housebound and feeling a little claustrophobic, you've changed that same rhythm and discipline 
into staying so healthy and so and an advocate to give back. So I can't thank you enough for joining us today. You have been an inspiration to me and I know an inspiration mm-hmm. to others. So thank you, Michelle. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And and I look forward to continuing the conversation. If there's any women that want to reach out, would love to be a resource and share your stories with me. I'd love to support in any way. So thank you for having me today. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Women's Wealth, The Middle Way. Make sure to subscribe to us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. Join us for new episodes every other Wednesday. See you in two weeks.